Hey, Jeff. Hey, Eric. How are you? I'm pretty good. How are you? Doing well, thank you. Jeff, this is about to get a little confusing, but currently we are in Miami, and this episode with Jadakiss was recorded last week, and right now as we speak, a video of ours with Birdman and Juvenile from last April is going viral. So, so once again, to recap... We are now in Miami. In Miami. Oh, we should hit up Birdman. <laughs> no, like I'm serious. Yes. Okay. Yeah. We, we should hit up Birdman. We should hit Wait, up Birdman. But while we're here, <laughs> while we're here in Miami, we should hit up Birdman. We should hit up Birdman. Is this about the video that's gone viral from last I don't, year? I do not think he cares about the video going viral. <laughs> I think that I don't even know if he would care if we hit him up. Well, for anybody out there who does care, who did enjoy that amazing interview from last year we did put the video up on our youtube channel youtube.com slash it's the real and it is now going viral and has and will be going viral so go to youtube.com slash it's the real subscribe like comment do all that great stuff and also go to patreon.com slash it's the real to help this thing move forward or stay here or what I, i i'm trying to figure out I'm speaking for the audience. I have no idea what you're talking about. You're just like saying things. This is like space balls when they try to like figure out the time Boing. continuum. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, what was that? I don't know. What was... Uh, I can solo out the tracks now, Jeff, so I can... I don't want to talk about go, it. Go back and hear whatever that sound effect was. Uh-huh. Are you going to duplicate it? <laughs> Shout out to everybody who loved that Royce the 5'9 episode from last week. Please do listen to that in case you haven't. This Jada Kiss interview means a lot to us because Jade is somebody we've known for quite a long time. And, you know, it's not just like knowing in passing. This is a guy who we know as a friend and that we were able to talk about our friendship and tell him how much we appreciate him. Yeah. And I think that, you know, he has this album out, his album coming out. Yes. Called Ignatius, which is about his late best friend, um, Ice Pick, Jay, Jay Jackson, Jackson, who passed away a year and a half ago Mm -hmm. and we knew him and you know it's i don't know that he's able to have that conversation many places on mike and so i'm glad that he was able to do it here um to talk about ice pick the way that he does here absolutely um yeah there's a lot of great value in this in this conversation here i think that when you listen to it you'll be like yes this is what i wanted to hear from jada kiss and i'm glad that we were able to do it yeah this week, last week, whenever, Jeff. We're in Miami. We're hanging out with Birdman <laughs> right now. Jeff, when do you want to get into this episode? Right now. Um, all right. Jeff, you good? Yeah. All right. Jada, you good? Yeah. All right. Um... Yo, what up? It's Eric, a.k.a. Very Berry, a.k.a. So Raspy. Yo, what up? It's Jeff, a.k.a. Put the paws on him, a.k.a. E. <laughs> Jason Phillips, a.k.a. Kool-Aid's too sweet, a.k.a. Your feet stink, <laughs> a.k.a. J.D. Kids. <laughs> yes, your third favorite podcast, Waste Time with the Thrill. Jada, <laughs> what's happening? It's good, my brother. Everything's good. Good to see you, yo. It's, it's, you know, you know, we like to, especially in this day and age, uh, tell people how, how we feel about them. Being your friend is the greatest for so many reasons, but... I still can't believe you know my name. It's fucking the best. And when we texted you the other day... And Jeff, said, yo. <laughs> Jeff is crazy. <laughs> we were like, yo, do you want to come on the podcast, do another solo episode? It's been five years. You sure. Said, you said, are elephants heavy? <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I said, actually. But yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. We fortunate the same way. The, the feeling is mutual. You know, we fortunate to go back with you guys before, you know. Before y'all got all this money, you know what I mean? We knew y'all early starting out, you know, we build the bond and we we good friends and always a pleasure to do, you know, the movie reviews and to come on for my album. All of that. Or or, or, all love. Or Or just... To do barbecues, the whole thing? Yeah, yeah. barbecues, you know. Text messages. You know what I mean? Nah, but for real, for real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta get the ice. Gotta get you a chain with that. Absolutely. You know, um... (laughs) Especially with this album, Ignatius, which was uh, based around not only some storytelling stuff about about Jay Jackson, Ice Pick, Ignatius, 
but also a lot of uh, ideas that he wanted to see come to fruition. Mm-hmm. Um, we heard the album a couple weeks ago. Yeah, It is a fantastic body of work. People were asking us about it because um, you played this for a small group of people throughout one day. Mm-hmm. And we told them, honestly, this is up there with your best work of all time. And I don't know if that's like the spirit of Ice Pick. I don't know if that's just like you know, your mind at work, but whatever it was is not only Grammy worthy, but something that stands the test of time and is a true, true, amazing representation of a great man, Ice Pick. I really appreciate that. And um, you guys knew him, so you're, you're listening as, you know, from your work aspect, but you also know him, so it's a different you're able to grasp it a little different than some of the other people that was in the room. And that's something um, that I appreciate because the people that knew him or knew of him, they will receive it a little different than just a regular fan or somebody that's just listening or for the first time or just think it's just a project that I put out, you know, it's a different meaning with it. But overall, it felt good. Like, you know, it felt like he a and it from heaven. You know what I mean? Even though Ill Will was the first actual A&R from heaven. Shout out to Nas. Mm-hmm. But um, it felt like Pick, his energy was there for the for the whole process. You know what I mean? Even now. Yeah, I mean, like... Um, and shout out to Steve Carlos, too, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Steve-O. Shout out to my man, Steve-O. He, he, he fighting a fight with me, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, I want to go back to the beginning of, of your relationship with, with Pick. Where did you guys meet? I actually met him in Mark 125 on 125th Street when I was probably 18 mm. or something like that. Uh, when D from Rough Riders Darren would just have us hanging out with him and bringing us around Harlem and battling and just, you know what I mean, just getting us to soak up culture and learn some things. And um, Did he, he know was you? Actual, he was a jeweler. He knew of me because, you know, yeah, he was yeah, buzzing. Yeah. But he was he was actual. his name is Ice Pick because he's a jeweler. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He worked at Black Man's Jewelers inside the Mart. And that was unique to me that, you know what I mean? At first I thought it was some type of front. They were selling <laughs> drugs or something because I'm like, Black Man's Jewelers ain't no damn black jewelers. <laughs> But then he started really going downtown in the district and making molds, and he knew about the quality of diamonds, and he knew about gold, and he knew about, you know what I mean? Then he actually, it went to him. Fast forward, he became the A&R Rough Riders, and he worked on our albums and X albums and the compilations and all that. But then he would, make out, he would make out jewelry, though. He was still, he still had the passion. He used to love, like, when I want a new piece, he's like, nah, kiss let me, what you want? Come back with the molding, go set it, diamonds on. Then that my Rough Rider piece, my D Block piece, um, all of my jewelry mostly. He he designed it and made it him with Jacob's nephew and some of his other jewelers he had down there. But he was incredible at doing that as well. I thought that that was unique for a young black dude to be actually know about jewels. You know what I mean? Diamonds and how to make jewelry. So. Then he got nice at A and R. Yeah. Well, how did um, he? How did he make that step? I think he was infatuated. Like when we would go there, he always would just talk music. He would never really. I would have to talk about jury to him, but he was really <laughs> asking D what was going on with the riders, and you know what I mean. It's like soon as it started bubbling, they brought him in, and it's like he knew nothing about it. Then in a few years, he knew everything about it, and he had wow connects, and he could talk to anybody. And so his whole story was incredible. And um, after the whole Rough Rider blow up, you know, we took over the world for a nice amount of years and launched solo careers, and X became an iconic figure, did Woodstock and movie deals and broke the statue of when you could drop Albums back to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then Two D, number ones. D got into the accident. Rough Riders kind of went down a bit. So I grabbed Pick to work with me. Um, he like, yo, Kiss, I want to work with you. I'm like, hell yeah, I need you anyway. So grabbed him. Were you guys best friends at that point? 
No, nah, no. Nah. He was just still cool. Like, yeah. I haven't. I, when Rough Riders, I went down. He was in Harlem. I was in mm-hmm. Y.O. We mm-hmm. didn't see each other for a while, but we'd see each other. Like you know, what I mean, he called me or whatever. But one day he called me like, "Yo, I want to work." Then after we started working together, that's when we started getting closer because he had to come to the crib and we'd just be there for hours building about my brand and talking about the locks and just. Anything how to make everybody bigger and better, you know what I mean? He was he was for that, always for the cause, you know what I mean? And one of the smartest guys we ran into, and I think that's why, like you know, snakes find snakes, good people find, find good, good people, people, and smart people find smart, smart people, people, right? Yeah. So Steve Carlos and him were like super tight, super tight. Um, Remo and him super tight, um, and those guys all thought differently too. Did you understand that bringing a guy like that? to Interscope to like, you know, help you with your solo career. I knew that would be a boost because mm-hmm. it's just his, his his relationship and rapport and how people, he was a good people person. I mean, everybody dealt with, they really dealt with him and they really trusted him and they really, you know what I mean? It wasn't like a, just a business thing or it wasn't like they smoking mirrors, Pharrell, Alicia, Swiss, anybody messed with, they really fucked with him. So you already know he, he had that energy to get stuff done, to get answers. You know what I mean? I would I would never go in Def Jam. I would send him in there. He'd go in all the departments and come out with the real deal answers. You know what I mean? So that's a big thing that I'm missing now because – you know, his back didn't tell me anything, but I had him actually, he was in there and it was working. Like our formula worked, I could send him to It's anywhere. like a translator. Yeah, you know? I send him to anybody to get beats, anybody to get verses, he'd be on them. He'd be consistent with it till we got it, you know what I mean? Clearances, all of that stuff that's killing me now, he was able to do that for me. And you never, you know, you never, know how much somebody is valuable to you till you lose them. Like, you always hear that with girls and stuff like that, but as far as in the work field and, you know, just everyday life, you never know how much of a chunk of your life could lose with somebody's passing, or, you know what I mean? I, and that's how it happened to me, and, and I'm rebuilding it right now under people's eyes, but it, uh, it's a real shock. It's a real it could really hurt you, like, you know what I mean? We were we were up at the Apollo for the yeah. going home service, right? Mm-hmm. And and I was I was saying to Tommy before, I was like, We're in this good times and bad, you know. We celebrate with you, but we're also, you know, mm-hmm. gonna go to the bad times and you're there and you cry too. Oh, and no. So when we were up there, and it, it really was a beautiful service, and you were up there and Styles is up there and you know, Swiss and like a lot of a lot of people were there. Um and I don't, I don't, I don't remember you speaking. It was a lot on your soul. I know, mm-hmm. I know, it was out of nowhere because they wanted to keep the news from you because yeah. they, they knew how you would feel. But um, can you talk about what a rebuilding process has been like for you inside? Because that's that's a lot. It it actually made me a better man, like a better a better person, like. Had this passing, I bought a house, I bought a, you know what I mean, I got my family situation, got better and tighter and, you know what I mean, along the right lines and means. Um, my workout regimen got solid, I, I, my, my thinking process got better. Now I just gotta put that into the bit. Like I re, I started with me first, like getting the foundation right now I'm gonna you know I did the interior now I'm working on the exterior we lost our dad 10 years ago right and I think about this a lot I'm like would we be the people we are today like I want him to be here I want him to see the success we had without that but it sparked something in the same is that crazy to say it's crazy yeah see that's that's ill we y'all got the you can understand you know yeah yeah that's the same sort of thing like and you know he's proud and he's happy of what y'all become. The same with Pick. I know he's happy the way I'm conducting business, the way I, you know what I mean? The change for the better. So you put together this album. Did you start right away? Or was that something that you, you could, you know, therapeutically 
Yeah, how long did it take? Actually, it did. It took me. It, I didn't have no idea it was going to be this. Like, you know, after the funeral and the going home service and the, just speaking with his daughter a lot on the phone and his his uh, son's mother and just people, our mutual friends and family. Like, I'm like, damn. Because it was weighing on me still. I still can't believe it sometimes. I look at his text messages. I'll be listening to beats he sent me. I'm like, damn. Pick anybody but pick, like God damn. So then I'm like, I'm just gonna do an album, and it, I'm gonna, you know what I mean? Do an album, I'm gonna name it out there, I'm gonna use some of the production, I'm gonna do some of the, all of them shit start coming to my head, like, oh, that'd be a good way to close it, you know what I mean? I don't, that'd be like my ashes on my um, mantle. Yeah, yeah. For me, yeah. that's what I made it for, and um, even as far as to the cover art being a pain. I'm on the actual one probably or put it in my crib and have it and you know what I mean I could talk to them the way people talk to the ashes and like that I made it a good you know a positive out of a negative or a bad situation and then we get the ball back rolling come with the new locks album come with the documentary come back with a kiss for the summer you know what I mean regular hard killing people <laughs> yeah no just like that but it felt a sense of closure after it all just came to me. I right, this what you going this is like he told me to do it. Like this what you need to do, and that, you know what I mean. Like he was still here, like some movie shit. But yeah, it took a while, but because I was trying to figure out how to shake it off, and yeah. that was that was the final. You know what I mean? Do this, and then you good, man. You know what I mean? Everything else, you working, family good, new house. Do this for him. Get, mm. you know I mean, and that's how it's going. Yeah. Um, you know, we haven't talked about this, but is there any part of you that wishes that you knew earlier? Yes, definitely. I wish I could have, you know, because sometimes, because he was going, they said he was trying to do holistic. You know what I mean? And go down to Mexico. That's good, but you got to get some of the regular doctor shit first with cancer. You can't really. Even that Dr. Zebby's wife came there and made a drink for him that was working, they said, for like a month or so, but he stopped taking it. But he needed some of the regular medicine and chemo and all that. Then the holistic. He was trying to beat the eye. He was trying to do some, him and Steve-O, they th- thought he was going to beat it and then come with a whole, this is how you do it. But I ain't, you know what I mean? I ain't how he should have did it. Where'd you get also, that? Also, some money could have used help financially. Steve always taking care of everything on his own. You know what I mean? Just Pick was incredible because he was he spun me. I was speaking to him for a while, and he was, you know, I'm coming downtown. I'm nah, I got to. Then after he died, I'm like, yo, you, every time I tried to see him, he would make something up. That shit was crazy. You know what I mean? So you featured his his voice on the album too. Yeah, got some lyrics, some ad libs from something, maybe one of the my other albums when he was doing some talking or something. <laughs> he was able to have. Did you remember that, or someone else remember it? No, no, I knew, yeah. I knew we had something in the machine. I just told Dazel and Poobs, yo, don't we got some pick like <laughs> vocals? And they're like, yeah, there's something in there. So you know. And you, you, you finished some ideas that you and Pickett talked about. Um, he wanted you always to work with Push. Pusha, yeah. He, you know, we did locks. We did, I mean, we did the locks and clips, but he wanted yeah. me to do a song with Push. He always, he encouraged that every uh, five albums ago. <laughs> yo, please, yo, <laughs> you know what I mean? Why did it take so long? Yes, we were just both mutually busy and working and working it out, but it wasn't that hard to, Yeah, it was never that hard to do. Um, I know when when me dropped, we hit you on text and we were like, "Yo, like this is it, man. This like you talking your talk, you and my favorite part of it is it's all facts." Yeah, yeah. Like that's a real yeah. fucking great record. Yeah, I mean, know? I really loved me because the beat. I love the track so much. Shout out, shout out to Brian Michael Cox. Big um, shout out, yeah. The beat is just so soulful. I know. Even though that's one of the beats that pick wasn't here for me when I picked it, but I I just felt he would have loved that beat. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So again, it's like he A and R did 
from heaven. He like, yeah, pick that beat, get it. Make sure you get pay him his first half and make handle the samples. And <laughs> I was just hearing him saying all that <laughs> stuff. So you know what I mean. But you know, from you know, good dude, good heart mm-hmm. to. You know, the record labels you made, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. To shout out Steve Stout for that commercial. Mm-hmm. like Large bag from yeah. Steve Stout. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I know you're going to Genius after this, and I don't know if you're doing, like, one of those verified things, right, mm-hmm. where you talk about the song and break it down, but I always thought this would be the greatest idea if for your song, Me, which is all about you and all about these facts, if you sent us to do it. <laughs> The two of us sit down and explain your lyrics. We're like, well, you know, yeah. That would be hard. We gotta see if we can do that. With no explanation, we gotta see if we can do that. Just for that song, y'all gonna. Just for that song, yeah. 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 That's hard. Like, Jada couldn't make it today, but we'll happily discuss his lyrics, you know? That's that's great. So, Steve Stout's the commissioner. So, you know, yeah. (laughs) Um, I was watching. An interview that you did with Nick Cannon from like three months ago or so. Mm, yeah. And you were out in LA. And he does this quick fire thing where he's talking about like lightning round questions. Yeah, like best thing, worst thing. Yeah. And he asked you. What was what, your worst job? Worst job. Walter's hot dogs. <laughs> and that may not mean anything to anybody who didn't grow up in Westchester. <laughs> they don't know. But when we found out that you worked for a summer or something like that. Yeah. At Walter's hot dogs. Which is like. It's it's an institution. It's in a, a Japanese pagoda. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In Mamarinek, right across from the high school. And like we would never imagine no. that Jadakiss or young Jason <laughs> would be working there. What made working at that place the worst so bad? <laughs> that wasn't the one I worked at. That Wait, wasn't the a, one? It was another one on Tuckahoe where it's a chain? <laughs> yeah, there's more than... It's actually... I've seen them out of state and all of them. Wait, you didn't even get to work at the actual Walters? <laughs> no. I worked at... The, you worked at like... <laughs> but it was a real one, but it wasn't the they real one. They got the truck, one. too, Yeah, this by was the way. a spinoff. Yeah. It was a real one, though. It was... Yeah. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, they you know, still made hot Dunkin dogs. Donuts and all that is in Tuckahole. Yeah, 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 hotel. Yeah. yeah. It was... Over there? When they first built that little shopping mall strip... It was a Walters day, and I was I was working in it. What were you doing? Making hot dogs. <laughs> Just making hot dogs. Yo, does that make you like? My never... uncle's girlfriend was the manager, so shout out to her. She plugged me with the job. Yeah, shout out to Joanne. She got me the job. I know. Does that make you never want to eat hot dogs again? Hell no. Hell yeah. Can't I smell hate. That yeah, shit. there are lots of Listen, reasons not to you eat don't hot like dogs. Anymore. Um. The job was actually sucked, though. <laughs> it was nobody there. Yo, you sucked. keep talking like this. You're not going to get hired there. <laughs> uh, Yo, could know. you pull on your friends and, like, you know, either hook them up with hot dogs or, like, but get what, them how jobs? Many, but how many of your friends in, were coming to... You, nobody was coming. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Was anybody driving the, laugh. They used the to come minutes? in and laugh at me. <laughs> oh, I mean, Did you have to wear a uniform? To... Hell yeah. Damn. What was it? Like a polo? <laughs> I ain't sure if it was all the way button down or polo. Something nasty. Something nasty, though. It was horrible. Shitty hours? Shitty hours. The Yo. hours when everything's going down, I'm in there <laughs> making, putting relish on door. <laughs> they heard me that summer. <laughs> so we were talking with the guys the other day. Styles and Sheik stopped by. We did a, a review of uh, Knives Out, right? And we were talking beforehand. We're just like, yo. Because... This is the craziest thing to me. You got shoes on shoes on shoes, right? And Sheik always complains that he doesn't have the hookup. He's like, nah, man. Like, you know. Yeah, he's like, Jada's got, you know, person at Nike. Yeah. They always lying. Yeah. I, <laughs> I plugged them with Dawn Baxter. I plugged them with Reg. Sheik probably got some packages and Sheik got Jordans in his crib that's worth thousands of dollars that he don't even care about. But he just choose to say that. You know that they Sheik, got the same connect. I, yeah. And I, I buy a lot of my sneakers is bought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they sometimes they, they get it misconstrued with the <laughs> sneakers they send us. We're they, not trying to break up the locks right yeah, now. Yeah, nah, nah, they know that. I'm yeah. more of a sneakerhead. Yeah. Luchstone, Luch is real estate. Luch but, is rich. No, Luch but, is <laughs> the rich. Luch is filthy rich. No, yeah. 
He's yeah. lost touch. He's, yeah. He's, yeah, he's not he's, he's not like with the people anymore. He's like, yo, uncle, that's the filthy rich. No, Luch is rich. I love that one of the things that, that Sheik told us is he doesn't check his DMs. <laughs> he only just learned that you can that, that people are DMing him. So like there were like DMs from like 50 and yeah. Angie and like all these people and he had no idea. So he just found out like it's crazy. just now. It's crazy. Yeah, because he just got from having an iPhone 2. <laughs> he, he goes like five years out. So he waits to... He should have just been off the four or something. Like he's 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 crazy. But he ain't gonna get the eleven to twenty twenty seven. Then he's gonna get the one we got now. He's crazy with this. But the two of them said that when it comes to traveling with shoes, you're the guy. You got like like just like closets full of shoes that you're traveling with on tour. Oh yeah, because I got to look I right. bring a, I bring yeah. I mean I love. I don't know if I was deprived when I was younger. You made up for it though. Yeah, I just love I love sneakers. That's one of the things that I like. Like, <laughs> I mean, I love I love kicks. Do you yeah. got separate suitcases for your shoes? Fortunately, a nine or a nine and a half can fit good. <laughs> I can I could easily always fit. Oh, like you got four, sample size four, too. Yeah. Sneakers, mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Yeah. What's like your like uh like rarest hashtag rare <laughs> uh, pair of shoes? Well, I have the Kobe pack. Mm. Um, you pull them shits out and wear them? I, have the, I wore the eights. I didn't never wear the threes. The threes are still dead stock, but mm-hmm. I wore the eights. Um, the, uh, uh, mostly all of the Kanye's, the Nike and Adidas. Um, Oregon fives. Mm-hmm. They're gonna about to come out, but they're not going to have all of the <laughs> the ducks and the, there's the O on them and all that, so... If yeah, I need to pay my rent, <laughs> would you give me a pair to sell on like StockX? Definitely. That's a real friend. Look what That's I want y'all to do, though. Look, this is real because nobody seems to be. I even went to StockX headquarters. It's, it's super dope. Y'all got to go there. It's super dope. They Dan got, Gilbert and them, gotta, right? Yeah, I met yeah. Dan. Yeah. Shout out to Dan. He just had a stroke six months ago. So oh, wow. that was his first day back in the office. I wow. was able to meet him. Um, the headquarters is crazy. They got a super, they got a secret store for. A VIP store that got stuff for nice prices for people like us that's gonna blow your mind. All of them, they got everything there. Yeah. You like what? <laughs> you know what I mean? But it was dope. Um, I want to take some of my collection and get a car. I want to. Uh, we need to do it. We need to set it up. And yeah. Do it. By uh, the way, you are the you're the second I person. I want to sell some and. Get the money and get a car and, and film it all. Jonathan Mannion came here and he was like, he was like, yo, after after we, you know, finished taping. And he's like, have you heard of this thing? And I really wish I remember what it was. It was like, it was like my trailer or something like mm-hmm. that, right? That you put a car on. And he was like showing us all these rare cars. He's like, let's buy one right now. I'm like, yeah, it was let's. like auction sites. Yeah. He, <laughs> he was like, like, he thinks that like we have like any money and we're just like, he was like, you like Porsches? We're just like, are we really doing this right now? He was <laughs> he's like, full in on He's it. like, all we have to do is just put up, you know, like thousands of dollars each. And I'm like, sure. Yeah. <laughs> in New York City, by the way, where are we going to park in a fucking lot? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, y'all got the bread. Yeah, you know, yeah. John, you know. <laughs> it's I under know. the futon. <laughs> we know. <laughs> so. You had this new album out. It took you how long to, to record, you think? All in. Uh, nice amount. A couple months. You know what I mean? Because you record you all the time. Stop, yeah. And then you go back. Uh, we was also making a locks album mm-hmm. at the same time. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday on Elm Street in between. Yep. And a bunch of features. I owe a bunch of features right now. Now I got to do. Do you plan to do stuff just for your solo or do you like switch it up you're like no maybe this could be good for the locks album yeah. or maybe this could make like for how a do you feature. divvy it up yeah yeah yeah. i mean you just you just create and then sometimes some songs make it sometimes they fit better for something else you hear them for something else you throw it over there or you pull it and put it over there it's just about making them though you gotta as an artist your power is your song Quality and quantity. You need you need songs. They don't they care right now about your social presence and mm-hmm. followers more than the music. But I mean that's that. what I care about. <laughs> I mean, that's what the labels care about too. You gotta have a good 
all of that, and you gotta have some good music with that, and then that will make them some money, yeah, as well as yourself. Um, you know, your song with Pusha, it 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 was released, and then um, there was the untimely murder of Pop Smoke. Yeah, shout out to Pop Smoke. R.I.P. Peace, condolences to yeah. his family. And, and condolences to Steven and to Shiv and everybody too. Yeah. Yeah. Um so the song comes down because uh for a few reasons, but what what was your thinking in the aftermath? I mean I, I know it's such a small thing, but it's like, you know, it's like you you, you have a, a thought that's in the world and it's just like it it's not something that you meant. And then, you know, that Right, the context changes then. Yeah. No, it's art. I mean, for anybody that, you know, the song was created months before yeah. this um, untimely incident happened to Pop Smoke. So it's not, you know what I mean, it's not, wasn't released with malice or none of that. It's just a a song that me and him created that we thought was dope. Is it going to go mean? back up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, it's, it, we didn't pull it off the project. Mm-hmm. We just pulled it from... We didn't want to schedule. We wanted to leave a you know sense of light. Yeah. On a, I actually pulled the whole album to next week because of the Colby thing and the Pop mm. Smoke. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So March sixth is going to be the oh, right actual on. date just because of just the out of respect. Yeah. yeah. Of all the stuff that's going on is bigger than any music. You Some know heavy what I mean? Shit. When you lose yeah. loved ones and daughters and sons and fathers and so you know what I mean as a as a real dude that, you know, is a father and a man first, we go and release it on March 6th, the entire album. And Hunting Season is on there and it'll be released. Right on. The way it got leaked, they told me Australia's the day before, so they had to give it to them. Yeah. And it already came out because their Friday is right. out there. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. That's how I still managed to get leaked somehow a little bit, but. We're going to still push the button on it and let the actual video out. And I'm glad. Stuff yeah. is still going. You know I'm what glad. I mean? Just after some of this stuff, you know. Give it some time. Give it some time. Were you in L.A. just to be in L.A. or were you there for... No, I was in L.A. for the Grammy weekend for um, the Rock Nation brunch uh, to do some promo for the album. And um, the city just stopped. Yeah. It was it, To me, it's a, another crazy time because I was also in L.A. when Biggie got killed, so... It felt similar to a certain degree, but it was even crazier with Kobe because the whole entire city stopped. Like yeah. The whole, it's like it was going. And both just, times are celebratory, like weekends that you're out there, you know? That's just a mind fuck. Grammy weekend is a little spooky now after the Whitney Houston and a couple of things always happen, it seemed like, on Grammy weekend. Yeah, like, you can't. Be in that same mind state. Yeah, you can't even be in that same state. You yeah, might yeah. as well go somewhere else. Yeah, Acapulco yeah. or one yeah, of them. Yeah. You ain't getting the Grammy. Don't go to the Grammys. <laughs> That's what I'm getting off that. Nah, but next year's Grammys though, like you got some shit on this album that really is powerful. Yeah, I, don't, and... I don't. I don't get the vote. Y'all ain't earned the. No. No. <laughs> what? How? I, wait. What? How you? Wait, no. Because the what, people. What do you that think do... we do? <laughs> Because no, no. a lot of people don't Not know. Very significant <laughs> and influential people to Yo. the hip hop culture, brothers. I thank you very thank much. Thank you very much. Thank you. That's very meaningful. It's not true. Like a genius. <laughs> oh, they're hitting us for genius. But yeah, no. Ed Lover got votes for the Grammy. He got a vote? I think he so. also like built hip hop. <laughs> <laughs> you right. I ain't yeah. comparing y'all to Ed Lover because he, he could be y'all dad. <laughs> but y'all st- who says who's the people that vote for the Grammys? For shit. <laughs> oh, Until you get nominated for one and then it's a different Yeah, story. then I'm like all on board. It's yeah. just like, yeah, Grammys yeah. for everybody. I got nominated for why and the best thing was that was sending my mom and pop to the Grammys and yeah. letting them do the red carpet and go there. I didn't even, I still didn't really care. I knew I wasn't going to win. Damn. Um, you don't even have love like a little, it. What were you up it. against? Huh? What were you up against that, that year? Do you know who won? I forgot somebody. <laughs> the world forgot. <laughs> yeah. 
They would have remembered if they would have let Y win, though, but you know. Hopefully um, we get one for for this something off this joint. Absolutely. Man, pick, man, and let it be. How about that? Vicariously uh, through pick. That 2 chains record. What's it called? Angels getting pedicures. It's the most fire name ever. <laughs> <laughs> so he does his verse, and he mentions that one of his lines. Yeah, he said that actually before he came oh, he on did. his verse. Yeah, he said that pianos on his track sound like angels getting pedicures. Were you like that's message? It? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, man. You know, we 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 here. We just working. We just happy to be here. We happy to to be working. To be able to do whatever we want to do in life. Be healthy. You know, take all the, blessings. Take nice family trips. Get exclusive Lebrons no, and Travis on. Scotts and things of that. We, no, don't. Yeah, just, <laughs> just keep. God. No, just keep rich, it over now. Rich dude, Air Max, or some type of. You know what I mean? No, we're he just, goes rich guy. He goes young yeah. rich guy. We're just trying to save up so Couture. we can buy Sheik some some shoes. Yeah, Sheik got wow Jordans in his crib. He just like soft sneakers now. He's, he does. He turned he into like that, yeah. Yeah, he like comfortable joints. <laughs> Turn comfortable feet. He needs um, I love some of your Instagram posts that probably don't get like a ton of attention. I like the one where you're dressed up as a train conductor. See, <laughs> I was on. I was on set. What was that? That's the movie I did on Netflix. The, um, oh, oh yeah, with yeah. Kyle. Yeah, got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Super duper. Then Kyle. why? And what was Styles dressed up as a MTA bus he did driver? A bus dr- he did, he's a bus driver for something that's coming out. What, on the side? <laughs> no, no, a movie. Is he doing okay? It's a, a movie. He ain't MTA. Styles P, the new MTA Yo, bus but that, that picture is still like on some of his socials and his cameo and all that, you know? Yeah, that's hard. Yeah. I've never even seen it, though. I know he shot it and I ain't see it yet. Um, I like the one that you did for your dentist. Um, where you were shouting him out. Do you get like a discount for that? Or was it just like yeah, off already the discount. He's actually Ajua's cousin. Really? What? Yeah, so that's it's, wild. A, it's, a, it's family plug, you know. And he's dope dentist. That's well, crazy. thank God. Yeah, Otherwise, you know, it's just a plug and you're just like. <laughs> no, dent- see, dentist is dead serious, dog. I know dudes that got the wrong tooth pulled out that went blind and all that. So you go to the. Yeah, no, you. Yeah, that, that was like that was like a whole journey you just took us on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, terrible. Uh, I'm telling you, get the whole, I know real shit. You gotta keep your you get dentist. The wrong is, tooth pulled out. Dentist is important. Get you your. Know, <laughs> you show up to get clean one day and they fucking pull the wrong tooth out <laughs> blind. Rest in peace to my man Unga Bunga, man. That happened to me. Yo, do you remember the first time that we uh, did an interview with you was down in Orlando for All Star? And that was, it was in your hotel room. It was like a, well, suite of some sort. Orlando yeah. All-Star. He was yeah. in jail. Yeah. yeah. And we had to go He through. was in jail. Remember? No. No, I didn't you remember. remember I had my son, remember I had my son and my godson with me. That was his son. Crazy. He wasn't there though. Yeah. And Did I, I bought them. Me being He's going to talk about it on his new me album. Me being a good up. son. Yeah. Me being a good Godfather and good father, I took the boys with me down there. I remember that. You I also had, had nice like room. 15 other people in there Yeah, too. there were so many people. We, we were like we were hitting up Kiwi, we, we were hitting up Pick, we were hitting up uh Mike L with the eye patch. Mike like L. Yeah. There were there were just a long list of people that we had to go through to like track you down. And finally when we did it, we went into our AKAs and the gunshots and the whole thing. That bugged me out. Yo, yo we had to do it twice because like you guys screwed up the sound because you were so loud. <laughs> and then everybody sort of posed between us like we were like Chip and Dale from like the rescue rangers. Yeah. Yeah, just like, just like taking pictures in between. It was crazy. But that was the first time that people saw video footage of you with your hairline. Because mm-hmm. you were gone with the baldy for the longest. Mm-hmm. And people were like, what is going on here? Yeah, with it, yeah. You shocked people with that. Yeah. Did you ever forget that you had a hairline? <laughs> no. Nah. When did you know it was the right time to bring it back, though? When Styles... When, actually, Styles was already bald. But when Luch, when, when Luch went bald... <laughs> I always told them when both of y'all go bald, <laughs> that's when I'm coming back. Yeah, so that's what that's what actually happened. You know what I mean, were you surprised at the reaction online? Yeah, I mean, I, you know, people going if you you used to looking if you come right now with 360 waves, 
After having to mark Anthony for all these years, they gonna think you they gonna think something is up. You know what I mean? That's like Jeff. If he get you just get the cornrows right now, Yo. Like Travis Scott. Yeah. I am not they a cultural like, appropriator. Yeah, they gonna be like, what the hell happened to Jeff? You know what I mean? So yeah, you know, it, it takes a while to get used to. And it, and some people always gonna think you went to the um hair club for men, but I was never bald. I was just rocking the bald. Yeah. You had to shave like what every day? Nah, my hair don't grow like that either, so it wasn't. And people who knew me used to see me with hair. It's just you never would see me on a picture or video or out in a at a public event. Yeah, but in the hood. I'm glad that you saved it for our interview. (laughs) I know, yeah, that was was a great. It was strategic marketing. (laughs) It was marketing. Did you? Uh, did Wait. you go to the place where they, they use a straight razor and just like... No, nah, no, nah, I used the clippers. Do the full like, shave and all that? I need the <laughs> clippers. I, I, I just really start getting in tune with the razor. Have you been... What's the weirdest place you brought a barber out to? Walter's Hot Dogs. <laughs> mm, nah. I really, I really, really don't like getting foreign cuts or like a cut. No, where'd you, where'd you fly like your regular guy out to? Tour, yeah. Bringing a barber on tour is mandatory. <laughs> Instead of just flying them. To so all the nines and nine and a half, and your barber though that's that's your rider. You need that. Yeah. Um, I have a question for you. I've been wondering for about I don't know five years, however long we uh, eight years. Um, so you, we exchanged numbers in Orlando. And you would have me text you, you know, like, because we were trying to get you on our album. You were like, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Y'all ain't going to do another one? Yeah, yeah we're, we're doing, doing another one. one. Yeah. Oh, and we got a record for all three of you guys. No, so, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, some ball. <laughs> but, okay, so I, I look like a psychopath because I was just texting you, like, and not getting a response. <laughs> but, um, you still got five years ago texts? <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. What? <laughs> Yo, shit. I need receipts. <laughs> so, out of nowhere, one day you text me and you just said, I just seen Charmaine. <laughs> This has nothing to do with what I was asking you. You just said, I just seen Charmaine. I go, Shaheem? No response. So I don't, is that Charlemagne? I don't know what the hell that is, though. Like, by the way, total psychopath again. Just all green text. That's crazy. So another thing that a long time It's the Real fans know is that when you three came over to our old place, our old apartment, and did a podcast just about the locks, and we talked about everything, you and Styles were on edibles. You immediately fell asleep on the table and then would wake up occasionally and start singing new edition new editions lyrics. Yeah. Um, and yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yo, you were off of something crazy. Yo, it was it was wild. You were off something. It was crazy. wild. Yeah, you were. Somebody actually hit us up and said like, I know what. Like somebody, I guess the guy, your plug, like he gave you something. <laughs> I, somebody hit you and said, yeah. you know, he knew what I was off. Yeah. yeah. So. So he's like, I think it was this. Jada is asleep on the table, and that led Sheik and Styles to start talking about movies. Right? They're like, "Yo, you fuck with the Big Lebowski?" Because they saw a book on the Big Lebowski. We're like, "Oh fuck yeah, that's one of my favorite movies ever." So they start arguing. You wake up. You're like, "Yo, ask them about the color purple, right?" And then, and then that got them on on a. That that launched them into this whole thing about movies, and so I was like, "Yo, you guys should have your own podcast and talk about movies." And in that moment, Styles was like, "No, we should have one and call it Two Jews and Two Black Dudes Review the Movies." And ever since then, clearly, we've obviously made this into a regular thing. We're making it into a more regular thing now, and it's become Two Jews and more often than not, Three Black Dudes Review the Movies. No doubt. And it kills the people who still see the title Two Jews and Two Black Dudes when they they're like, "Yo, but there's there's three black dudes." We're like, "We know." <laughs> And we have to explain every time that and also all of your fans who jump in and just like, uh, yeah, these are uh, two black or two, two white guys and three real Jews. And we're like, yo, are we really getting into this like lost tribe shit? Like the 12th thing. And by the way, agreed. Hard agree. (laughs) We're like culturally like who are the Jews? Like, I mean, like, what do you want us to say in any event? It's interesting listening back to all your, your your music, considering like this brand that we've launched together, right? Mm-hmm. And we all love movies. Whenever we go to the studio, you guys love to watch movies. When you guys come to our crib here, we watch the movie. Like we don't just talk about the movies; we actually watch it together. And yeah, it's then a six-hour experience to, to remark on it. But you listen back, and you're talking about like "Life's a Bitch," like the mother from Blow. You know all these different references. Yeah, man, movies, yeah, great movies. Movies are important to to 
everything. I think athletes watch movies. I think rappers watch movies. I think actors watch movies. You, you know, movies are like visual books. Like you need them. You yeah. need them. You need them. Sometimes if you took a while from watching a movie, something to just click and you know, I gotta go watch. <laughs> yeah. I gotta go to the movies and catch up on these. You know what I mean? So what's important. your biggest blind spot? Like a movie that you like have never seen that everybody else has seen. Like for a while, Eric and I in had never seen In Too Deep. Never seen, never seen it, yeah. And everyone talks about it and you're left yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm like, damn, I wish I saw that. What were you saying? Well, we had never seen Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Didn't care about Star Wars. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest right here. This is going to break a lot of people's hearts. Until very recently, never seen the movie Heat. Whoa. But, but yo, no, Kay, don't, don't oh, leave. Don't man. leave. Don't leave. <laughs> Watched it recently. It's really good. It's a really good movie. I see super, what people were talking about. <laughs> super, super duper dope. So we were talking with the guys the other day about about what heist movies we should watch, mm. and we were talking about the roles that we would all play, and we were like, "Yo, who would be the driver? Would Jada be the driver?" And they voted, <laughs> "No." no. <laughs> they were like, "Jada's not going to be the driver. K would be the driver." Hell K, no. K <laughs> <laughs> no, they said Styles would be the driver, but that if we were lugging all this stuff back to the car and you and Kay were sitting in there, there might not be room for all of us to throw those like gold bricks in and everything. Yeah, throwing gold bricks. <laughs> Look at us. Yeah. No, Sheik's going to carry everything and we'll like yeah, you know, jump in. Yeah. Styles is going to be the driver. Jeff's going to be the grease man. Yeah. I'll be the lookout. I we feel gotta- like I could do like the spray paint. On the on the on cameras, the cameras? Oh, mm. I'm I'm tall. Yeah, <laughs> feeling nice. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, Jeff is a criminal. <laughs> I knew you had it, in you, Jeff. <laughs> um, so as long as we've known you, everyone's talked about the fact that you stay in the studio and you record and record and record and record. The Locks album is recorded, right? Yeah, it's finished. Could be turned in tomorrow, and you guys could put it out there. Yeah, we actually um, looking for treatments for the first single. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's going down, bro. Where can people submit them? <laughs> in Sheik's DM? <laughs> no, you got to send them to the Rock Nation. You got to send it to, uh, to the Rock Nation team. How about how about another Jada album after this? Definitely. I'm coming back for the summertime. It's all set? It's all ready know. to go? It's some type of statue of limitation for time when I could get the Grammy nod. So oh, I to can't. focus on yeah, is it? You can only put out one album a year. Nah, nah, it's a certain. It's 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 something. They got it rigged, but oh no, I agree it. with that. <laughs> they got it rigged, but we are gonna make it work. Even if it got to be a mixtape, I'm gonna come back for the summer. Make sure I come back for when the weather breaks. Do you think that? So okay, being part of the, I don't know how it was when you recorded Why and and promoted that, and what Interscope did to make that like. Grammy nominated. Jimmy Iovine, he and, spent the money. <laughs> you know I mean, it's not that simple. It's but not is it, Chinese arithmetic. But do you have to go around he shaking spent hands? The money. You got to go like. I didn't you know. go shaking. I did the same thing I'm doing now. He just put some money behind it and made it go. Go. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not that. But if the times change a little bit and you have to go out and shake hands and you have I to. I don't mind shaking hands. That's right. what. I'd rather shake hands than to do the cyber promotion. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm cool with the cyber because it could reach more of a mass of people, but I'd rather go inside the radio and shake the PD's hands and go sit with the DJs and the bloggers and, you know what I mean, opposed to Skyping and FaceTiming. When hands-on and touching the people is always better than all this stuff. So we know you as really, really funny, having great sense of humor. You guys laugh all the time, right? Are you surprised that, like, Times have changed to the point now where it's like so acceptable to show like your full personality. Like yeah. Styles talks about it, he's just like, "Yo, like I laugh, of course. Like who wants to be hard all the time, right?" Like when we first started doing sketches twelve years ago, everybody was stiff, stiff, yeah. and like when yeah, yeah. But like we come around and we do things with Bun and Clips and like uh, Max Joe, B and Joe yeah, Button, yeah, yeah. The Slaughterhouse. And shows a different side of them that lets people shift into yeah, that thing okay. where it's like you're a more complete person because you're not just like frowning and you're not just you know yeah. I mean, you also gotta you gotta you gotta know some. It's like a baby. Baby ain't gonna really warm up to you till she till she knows that she good. Yeah, you know what I mean, yeah. yeah. Some people is easier than you know. But some of these rappers is like stuck on. 
<laughs> some is some is but you're willing to like you know talk about working at you know Walters Walters hot dogs and you're willing to like you know make fun of yourself and it laugh came from the bar we ain't everybody didn't ain't a overnight success story and that usually not a good story anyway so when you it, the more things you've been through the more trials and tribulations and valleys and peaks it makes it's a better conversational piece it's a better for the listeners it's better for dudes that want to know more than just about your laugh freestyle or hmm. you know what I mean something so frivolous as that they want to this internet the good part of it is it gives people a chance to be get a part of you you know what I mean and, well I mean is it hard to freestyle while Flex is like growling like this far away <laughs> <laughs> like, do you lose concentration? Are you like, nah? You gotta, you gotta. <laughs> no, you're being political right now. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to hear this. <laughs> nah, his growls don't bother. Me. <laughs> do you have any good tunnel stories? We were just talking about the tunnel yesterday. Um, nah, just the. You have any? Ever had any problems with the door? Pulling up with like they try to make me take my shoes friends. off one day. That wasn't gonna happen. <laughs> I don't even know how they even got it to that serious where you got to take your shoes off. Were you not wearing dudes your good socks? Guns in, <laughs> yeah, dudes was putting guns in their sneakers. <laughs> take your shoes off. This is a club, or we we at an Indian restaurant. Um, take your shoes off for. Um, I want to talk about some Yonkers legends. Mm. Um, I want to talk about. Uh, Lil Zane, shout out to Zane. Isn't that crazy? I had no idea. I had yeah. no idea. Like, yeah, I know his father. He lived down the block from him. he came from down the hill. Wild. Yeah. I mean, he moved to Atlanta when he was young. Yeah. But, but then, when like when he, he got signed, back. he used to come back. When he got signed and like was popping up on like one twelve songs and you know doing the the Tupac flow and everything, like were you just like, that's the kid from? Yeah, no, that's little saying. Yeah, we know, we know. That's he crazy. He's doing his thing, man. He went to the A and got on. He did it. He didn't sign with Puff, but I was glad you mentioned that too. By the way, you're like, yo, you know, uh, threatened to throw a refrigerator at my guy Puff. You know, um, you said who else has gotten to it with Beanie and Fifty besides me? Mm-hmm. It's real shit. Real. Oh, you got to, you know, real, real. I mean, whenever you, pain is relatable and real life situations go further than talking about a bunch of things some people will never be able to obtain in life. Yeah. You know, some people like to hear it. Sometimes it's cool. Mm-hmm. I do it. But real life situations and things of that type of nature will resonate more because everybody's been through that opposed to everybody don't own a Rolls Royce, <laughs> but everybody's been laid on the bill or lost somebody they love or, you know, things, you know, regular life things that shit. happen. Yeah, real shit. Yeah. Where do you place Checkmate in, like, the canon of of great? It never really gets... Yo, it's, it's proper. You don't think so? It's... No, when, when they talk well, about got, this song... texted us. They Shout don't, to Jeremy like, Carlos, to, yeah. yeah. Well, they don't... They don't they don't put it in there like that and yeah. uh and uh and uh, it's it's a good in, it's in, I ain't mad at it because me and Fifth is cool no of course I'm but actually I'm actually got to call him and do some work yeah he owes some some moves, she goes him a, a DM back you know but but yeah they don't they don't mention it like, no it's hopefully when, it's still fine they don't wait till I'm dead yeah they say that was one of the critically acclaimed. yeah no we're powerful songs. but it made billboard we're powerful people it hit the yeah. billboard it matters you know what I mean so that was. That was an accomplishment. You are the me. only person you can check this with genius to say predicate <laughs> and rhyme it with Connecticut. Yeah, <laughs> it's fire. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> so, um, you're in a you're in a good health space. You're in a good mind space. You're in a good workspace. Sure am, especially when they finish with goddamn studio. Yo, yeah. When is that getting finished? So we were talking with you about it. And you uh, don't show up to the studio to actually like check no, the progress. No, no, oh, no, he shows you up do? too much. Styles don't. Yes, yeah, yeah, styles don't. Yeah, I went there, made them. They they wanted me to go, not go back. 
<laughs> I went there and, and I just want to talk about the old studio for, real quick. You guys were there for a Damn, minute. 18 years or something. And it was like a bunch of carpenters. <laughs> yeah, it was woodworking, like on the same floor. You could smell them like cutting wood and all that. And then you show up and it's just, you know, another door like you would find down the hall. But it said D-Block Studios. Oh, damn. And you got to knock a million times and someone's going to like let you in. Yeah. And that is where you guys. It was a very blue collar sort of space, right? That's where you guys would record. Yeah. Who who did you invite up there, and were they ever just like, uh, you sure I got the right place? Like, would Fab show people. up and be like, uh, what third floor? Yeah, uh, Fab came. Fab been there a few. Fab been there a lot of times. Um, there were people yeah, who turned around. Some though. dudes. <laughs> yeah. One time, Ricky Rose was coming to do a song with me. He got to the second floor. He said, "Yo, email." <laughs> Switched the yo. You got email. We just yo. When Ross came here, he showed up by himself. Yeah, we were just like, that's dope. Yeah, stayed like for an hour and a half, two hours, just chilled. We were like, really? Shout out to Ross. Yeah, even you don't show up by yourself. Show up with K. (laughs) Same thing as by myself. (laughs) He on a gram. He. No, Ross is a real one though, and and you know what we really loved is when we talked to him about the locks on the podcast. He was, dog, he was like, yo, yeah. I respect them so much because they showed me love like early on and I respect them coming from the mud just like I came from the mud. And and you guys speak the same language. Facts. That's my dog. He always come through. And phone call away whenever, you know, some dudes get a little, they get to a certain stature and then you, you know what I mean, they forget about, you know, because it ain't about the money. It's about answering the call and, getting getting it done so you know some dudes don't they forget that you guys sold out your sony hall show yeah that was a good show not only sold it out oh and by the way it was crowd, on, super impressive yeah and it was on the same night as the as the, the loud, loud show. thing which so, is like you know no, similar audience nervous. yeah no, well before we get to that before we get to that we were gonna head down whatever like you know it shows on at like 10 or something like that we we're gonna roll down at 9 30 whatever and before we leave jeff's like yo what's what are the guys gonna do i'm like why he's like oh because you know there's a loud show too or whatever what if they pull up there i was like no they got their own show they're not gonna do both shows we we show up you're not there why because you went to radio city performed uh during fat joe set and then ran down (laughs) shout out to shout out to uh to brian yayo yeah he's like yo (laughs) We huffed it down there. Like, <laughs> he was afraid we weren't going to make it. Yeah. You did both shows that night. Both shows. It was beautiful. Both sold out. Both, well, I ain't sure if radio was sold. It looked like it was sold out. But, big big crowd. Yeah. Um, Great energy, right? Energy was marvelous. Fat Joe pulled off a tremendous set. Um, it was dope. Then, then Sony Hall was even dope because after going to the loud show, I'm like, ah, oh, it's crickets at our show. There's no way there's that much people in the city tonight what? that want to. Yo, it was like no way this much out. tickets was bought. All walk ups. Yo, but when we got this Sony Hall, a lot Hall, of wide cut crazy. jeans, a lot of Tims, yeah. you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was dope. Yeah, it was dope. no, it was it was fire. You guys were playing mixtape tracks. You were yeah. We had to rehearse. We went to a rehearsal. I went. I actually, first time I went to sound check in a long time. <laughs> you know I mean, I had to go there and actually learn some some of them verses that day. It was a great show. Yeah, it was a great show. Yep. Yeah. So next you go to Genius. You're doing some more press for this. Yeah. I mean, unless you want to send us to Genius. The new, yeah, yeah. That's where. We're. Yeah, we're gonna see. We're yeah. gonna see when we, when we, I we, could take a three hour boat <laughs> ride over to Genius. But the next, <laughs> but the the next big date is not is not the 28th of February anymore. We're talking three six March sixth. Yeah, Ignatius. In light of everything that's going on, also a couple of sample clearances. You gotta keep it real with the people. Yeah. We just got the stems back to the John Legend record, mm. and he also. Wanted a nice grip, so we had to pay that and take it. Yeah, you gotta get he the deserves real. it though. The yeah. people, that's yeah, good, that's no, we good, paying yeah, them, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. But the people sometimes don't really want to think. You know, you just it be other reasons. You gotta tell them both. We doing this because of the Kobe and his daughter mm-hmm. and whole thing and the Pop Smoke. You know what happened to Pop Smoke? We paying respect to that and some clearances, some P and B rock song we even gonna have to replace him with somebody else in the john legend song we just got it mm. and we had to pay him 
a nice grip. Yeah, so, yeah. What was your relationship like with John? Legend? Yeah. Stevens. <laughs> He's cool. I mean, you know, I don't really have a... I, when I see him, we, 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 we speak. But it's, that's a, to the extent of it. Yeah. I mean, I've never been to his house for mashed potatoes. <laughs> 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 I, I I hope you get the invite. Yeah. yeah. I hope the mashed potatoes is right. You know what I mean? Um I think that it's it's super important. Look, the, our our podcast I I can look to the turning point of of our success with doing an hour and a half talk, right? Mm. Which is probably like 5 years ago talking about not only the people who are like in front of the camera, but the people behind the camera. And when you get people like Sav and Stevo up here, when you get people like Marsha St. Hubert up here, when Sycamore. you get Sycamores, you get the um, Brocky Marcianos, you get um, Nigel Tallies, you get all these people who are behind the scenes that people might not ordinarily know their names, certainly don't know their stories. Pick was one of the people that we wanted up here for a long time. Mar Brown, another guy um, who did radio over at Atlantic, um, legend, was at Interscope for a long time. He passed away. There's stories that deserve to be told. There's stories that deserve to be recorded and live on forever. And even though we were not able to get pick up here, um, I'm so glad that you were able to put his story down in, in, a, in a very Jadakiss way on this album. And I thank you for that. Thank you. And I thank you for uh, coming up here as always. And it really is a pleasure to be a friend of yours. And we appreciate you and we love you. And thanks so much. The feel is mutual, my <laughs> brothers. <laughs> <laughs> thanks everyone for listening to this new episode of Waste Time with the Real Jeff. If you want to find out more about us, I'm Eric with the curly hair. You are Jeff with the glasses. Together, we are It's the Real. No apostrophe, no spaces. If people want to find out more about this podcast, it's called The Waste of Time with It's the Real Jeff. People want to know more about us, including what we look like. Where can they go? You can always go to our Instagram where you can check out the fact that apparently we are stick figures. Well, because Jean Grey depicted us as such we don't have our photo for our voice the five nine episode yeah but she she drew this picture of us with me with curly hair and you with glasses and she got it exactly right that's us I mean, that's us, us. Yeah. The, the essence of us is all in there Royce? also glasses and a hat a lot of people are freaking out on twitter about what jeff <laughs> apparently we're white <laughs> I know. The secret's out. Wait. We've been keeping it a secret for... Us. (laughs) 13 years. Wait, the guys from the podcast? The guys from the podcast. This voice right here right now is actually not a Venezuelan man. (laughs) This is... uh, I'm a a white. Yeah. I'm a white man, and this is my (laughs) white brother. And um, I'm really sorry for anybody who felt deceived. I'm sorry for anybody who... Feels like they had what a time, you know, like the slip pulled over them, like we were we Rachel Dolezal. We were Rachel Dolezal. Your hair is is similar, yeah, that's curl right. pattern. That's right to Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> and um, I just like to apologize for everybody out there. Yeah, this is, we're gonna go black for a while. Oh my god, oh, I didn't no. mean it like that. Oh no, not like that, Jeff. Not like that. <laughs> we're gonna go African American. Oh. Yeah. Wait, Jeff, if you want to find us on Instagram, if you want to see what we look like. Yeah, see that our, our white faces, <laughs> our pale... Or Twitter. Where yeah. can they find us? You can go to twitter.com slash it's the real. You can go to itstherial.com, I-T-S-T-H-E-R-E-A-L. You can also go to our Patreon. Help us uh, fund this little thing. Yeah. Help a white... Help these two white brothers. That's right. Patreon.com slash It's The Real. And we should shout out people who have been uh, contributing to it. Go ahead, Jeff. I want to shout out Amir Abessi from The Bay. Yes. And I also want to shout out Ian Lutz, who I believe is from Washington, D.C. Shout out to him as well. And shout out to everybody who has come aboard. There are different tiers. You can sign up for the $2 tier, and that gets you something. You can sign up for the $3 tier, and that gets you something. For those of you who want to make a a bigger, more... A a splash. Yeah, a bigger splash. You want to dive in the deep end. There are higher tiers for larger amounts of money that you can contribute 
to keep this thing rolling along. Yeah, and including there's a $50 one where if you uh, give that much, we're going to have you on this other show we're starting Yeah, called We Don't Know You. Yeah, it's a video series. It's a video series with people that we don't know. And we'll get to know you. Also, I do want to say that there is a tier, which I believe is $100 a month, and some people who really want to receive the gift of sitting here on our couch while we record an episode of either Two Jews and Two Black Jews Review the Movies or A Waste of Time and It's the Real, get that gift when they contribute that amount of money. So, patreon.com slash it's the real. Also, don't be like a psychopath. Like, if you're going to come over, don't be like crazy. Like, no knives. Well, listen, Jeff. No promises. No promises. You know? I'm, all, I'm, all I ask is if you pay $100 to come over here, please, please don't be a psychopath. Yeah. So, all of that said, we have uh, new episodes up on audio and on video now, youtube.com slash it's the real. We appreciate everybody who has helped us get to this point and move forward. Jeff, as always, not for real, for real. For sure. We'll see you guys next week. Brett. 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 Brett.